Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Everything in and about the gospel hinges on one thing, and that is the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 14 and 15, the Apostle Paul said this, And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain. Your faith also is vain. Moreover, we are even found to be false witnesses of God, because we testified against God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if in fact the dead are not raised. So the Apostle Paul is saying here, Look, if Christ didn't raise from the dead... Our preaching, the proclamation of the gospel is in vain. It's useless. Our faith is useless. We're in big trouble if Christ did not raise from the dead. Every major so-called religion of the world has a founder. And that founder of every major religion is dead. Never raised from the dead. But Jesus Christ died and raised from the dead. It was predicted by the prophets of old and by Jesus himself. In Psalm chapter 16, verse 10, David, speaking of his confidence in the Lord, said this, For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or the place of the dead, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. That uh, although Paul, uh, although David was expressing his confidence in the Lord, that particular passage of Scripture was used by, by Peter and by Paul in Acts chapter 2 by Peter, in Acts chapter 13 by Paul, when they were preaching. Uh, they used that to apply it to the uh, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They referred back to that verse. And so that was obviously a prediction of the future resurrection of the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus in Matthew chapter 20 verse 19 during his earthly ministry spoke to his disciples and told them that he would raise from the dead on the third day. And uh, even though at that time they didn't grasp it, they didn't understand it. And the scriptures tell us that they didn't understand it at that time. After the resurrection, their eyes were opened, and and they did understand it. In Luke chapter 22, verses 44 to 46, the Word of God says, Now he, Jesus, said to them, the followers of Christ, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the Scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ, or the Messiah, would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day. Jesus opened their eyes and their hearts and their minds to understand uh, what the Old Testament passages of Scripture about him uh, were all about, and they helped helped them to understand that uh, these applied to Jesus. And so it was predicted ahead of time. The resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ is proof of the fact that He is God. Romans chapter 1 verse 4 says, uh, "...who was declared the Son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead, according to the Spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ our Lord." So Paul is saying there that uh, the proof of His deity, the proof that He really is God of very God, is the fact that He 
uh, raised himself uh, from the dead, that he was raised by the power of the Holy Spirit from the dead, it is proof that he is God. I think the best thing we can do is go to uh, John chapter 19, chapters 19 and 20, and read the inspired words of God as the beloved Apostle John wrote them about this uh, very story of the resurrection of Christ. John 19:38 says, After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but a secret one for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate granted permission, so he came and took away his body. Nicodemus, who had first come to him by night, also came, bringing a mixture of mare and aloes, about a hundred pounds of weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been laid. Therefore, because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. So he was buried in a borrowed tomb, in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, uh, a secret follower of Christ, and Nicodemus, the one who in John 3 had came to Jesus by night, and these men uh, prepped his body and put him in the tomb. Uh, Now, in John chapter 20, verse 1, it says, Now on the first day of the week, which would have been Sunday, by the way, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. Now, this was a huge stone. And uh, Mary Magdalene, you remember the story of her? She was a woman of of ill repute. An immoral woman, uh, a prostitute, who had come to Jesus and had been saved uh, and forgiven uh, by this merciful and gracious Lord Jesus. And she was so grateful and she loved him. And here she is up before the sun even gets up. Uh, early, early, uh, in, in dark time on Sunday morning. And down to the tomb she goes. Uh, uh, and, and and so the Bible says that when she got there, the stone was away and the tomb was empty. So verse 2 says, she, she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. And that, by the way, would have been John, the writer of this book. And said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter and the other disciple went forth and they were going to the tomb. The two were running together and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first. And stooping and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings lying there, and he did not go in. And so Simon Peter came also, following him, entering the tomb. And he saw the linen wrappings, linen wrappings lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on his head, and not, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. So the other disciple, that would have been John, who had first come to the tomb... Then also entered, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary, Mary Magdalene, standing outside the tomb weeping. And so as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? 
Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. What a uh, 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 precious, precious moment there. But listen what happens. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came announcing to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And then he had said these things to her. What a beautiful and powerful account of this actual event that took place in, in, in history the event of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know there are many, many skeptics out there. There are people that don't believe, and it it doesn't matter. Uh, You don't have to believe to make it true. But I want to lovingly say to any skeptic that's listening, uh, would you please consider these these things? First of all, consider the reliability of the Scriptures. Uh, There are more... Um, copies of ancient manuscripts of this than any other historical document uh, or or, um, account of people that you believe in. Uh, great philosophers and and historical figures that you believe and accept. There are many, many more ancient copies of of manuscripts of of the scriptures, and they are much closer to the uh, original time of the of the original manuscripts than than any other document in history. And uh, the Word of God has stood the test of time and the trials. And so this is a reliable historical document. And then you have to consider uh, in this document the account of all of the post-resurrection appearances that Jesus made. Uh, The one that we just read about to Mary Magdalene in John 20, verse 18. And then there was uh, the appearance to, to other women in Matthew 28, 9. There's the appearance to Simon Peter uh, in Luke chapter 24, verse 34. Uh, there is the story of his appearance, Jesus' appearance, and walking with the two disciples as they were on their way to the town, the village of Emmaus, which is about seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked that road, Jesus walked with them and talked with them. And then there are several accounts of Jesus' appearance to his apostles. I won't go into all of those for a lack of time today. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6 says that Jesus appeared to more than 500 brethren at once. 500 people at once Jesus appeared to. Now, in a court of law, I think 500 witnesses would hold up well. And then Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 8, and last, he appeared to me as one out of due season. He appeared to the apostle Paul uh, once he had ascended back to heaven. He appeared to him. And so there is just so much, uh, so much evidence, so much proof of the resurrection of Jesus Christ there in the scriptures. Not to mention the fact that uh, post resurrection, um, the lives that have been changed, the millions and millions of lives that have been changed uh, by this resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. But then Acts chapter 1, verses 9 to 11, 40 days after he rose from the from the dead. Uh, The scriptures say this in Acts chapter 1 verse 9. After he had said these things, Jesus was lifted up 
while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them. And they also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. This Jesus ascended, this post-resurrected Jesus ascended back to heaven, and he is there to this very day, and he is there uh, still ministering to us in this very day. And on the next podcast, I plan to talk about the current ministry of our raised, risen Lord Jesus Christ. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.